Don't you love an extra $100 in your pocket? Have a TurboTax expert file your taxes for you by March 31st to get $100 back instantly. Because no matter what moves you made last year, TurboTax makes them count. That means getting $100 back and 100% accurate taxes only from Intuit TurboTax. Must file by 331. Credit only applicable to federal filing fees with TurboTax full service. Offer can be modified or terminated at any time. Don't you love an extra $100 in your pocket? Have a TurboTax expert file your taxes for you by March 31st to get $100 back instantly. Because no matter what moves you made last year, TurboTax makes them count. That means getting $100 back and 100% accurate taxes only from Intuit TurboTax. Must file by 331. Credit only applicable to federal filing fees with TurboTax full service. Offer can be modified or terminated at any time. If you own a vehicle with less than 200,000 miles and have an auto warranty about to expire or no warranty coverage at all, listen up. CarShield has a low-cost month-to-month vehicle protection plan that covers more parts than ever. Visit carshield.com audio to find out how you could pay almost nothing for covered auto repairs. Drivers who activate this vehicle protection today will also receive free roadside assistance, free towing, and car rental options at no additional cost. Get your free quote today at carshield.com audio. That's carshield.com audio. Tax day is coming. Oh, no. But if you sign up for Robinhood Gold's IRA with a 3% match, you can get up to $195 for the 2023 tax year. Oh, yeah. Sign up at Robinhood.com slash boost by tax day to get the biggest contribution match on the market. Subscription fees apply. Investing involves risk. 3% match requires gold for one year from first match. Must keep IRA for five years. Robinhood Financial LLC member SIPC. Live on Joy 99.7 FM, this is Ghana Connect. Well, she was at one point Ghana's most wanted MP. She was wanted by the presidency, parliament, and her own party, the MPP. They needed her back uh, in Ghana to back their numbers in parliament to approve government's most critical revenue measure, the e-levy, without which the finance ministry had said the economy will probably collapse. Well, for eight months, try as they did, no one could find her. But Joy News did yesterday. And Sarah Josafo seized the moment from her base in the U.S., live on the Zoom connection, to set the record straight. I am not intentionally abandoning my duties and my responsibilities. My son is unwell, and he has to transition to school. And as a mother, I have to ensure that all that is settled before I can resume my duties. So she says the president was fully aware the reasons why she was absent. The address of her story is exactly what I've told you about. And that's what um, communication I have sent to His Excellency the President. And he's very much aware of what is happening to me and my family. I haven't given up on my party. I am still very loyal and committed to the party and to His Excellency the President. But her absence has now become a constitutional matter. Because remember that she is in parliament to represent the people of Dom Kwabenya. So for eight months plus, the people of Dom Kwabenya have not had representation in parliament. As you just heard her explain, it's because she wants to be a mother. She wants to be a good mother to her children. She says one of them is not well. And that's why she's away. And she's putting family first. But in doing so, she has denied her constituents representation. Because of that, Parliament has triggered the constitutional process that may lead to her seat being declared vacant. So the Privileges Committee has begun um, the, the hearings yesterday. She disclosed that she actually has not been invited. The Privileges Committee wants me to be in parliament but as we speak i don't know that i've been invited i have to be served and i i'm not aware that any such thing has been given to me i'm just hearing it from you and i don't have to be served through joy news so when will she return to ghana to represent her people 
is going to return when issues with family are well sorted out. And that is not something that I can predict. Since I haven't resigned, it's implied. When I touch down, I am going to do what I have to do as a minister since I haven't been relieved of my post yet. And she introduces that second element to the conversation tonight. She's not only a member of parliament. And she says, I'll come. I'll come, but I'll come on my terms. I'll come when my child is as well. And, and then she says, remember that she is still a substantive minister for gender, children, and social protection. The president granted her leave of absence and then extended it. And she's been gone for more than a year. Um, and her ministry has somebody else there acting. And she says, well, when I return, after I've taken care of my child and, and the child is okay, I'll walk straight into that job because the president has not fired me and I haven't resigned. And so that job is still there for the taking. Is she feeling too entitled here? And do you have any sympathies for her? And the key question when it comes to public office that she holds, two of them, one, she was elected uh, to occupy. Um, now you've had her reasons. If you were a member of the Privileges Committee, because her, her faith essentially rests in the hands of those members on that committee, and these are her reasons, will you give her a pass? Will you? Will you say, it's okay, um, yeah, you have a justified reason to be absent and so continue to hold on to your seat? Or will you say, declare that seat vacant? Remember that the members of parliament are going to do that on your behalf. So tell them what you think. That's why Ghana Connect is here tonight. And there's a second of your question, which is the one relating to the Ministry of Opposition. That is also a public office. The President's prerogative, on the back of now what we know, the President, she disclosed the President had known this for a while now. Now we all know. Now we all know what the President knows. Do you agree with the President? Because almost the President has decided to keep her there. Do you agree with the President um, that she deserves to hold her seat until now for more than a year? Although she's not been working because she has family issues, she has to take care of children, um, her child is not well. Do you agree with the president or should the president simply either sack her or ask her to resign? Um, my connectors will join me shortly. But what we did also to, is to do a poll on the matter because this matter was a big, big matter. And it's a constitutional issue. So it affects all of us. Let's talk about it. Um, so we asked a, a question in the poll. Um, you have now heard Adras Safo's response for being absent uh, for months from Parliament. Are you convinced she should continue to hold her seat as MP? Or should her seat be declared vacant? A, declare it vacant. B, continue as MP. Go on to our Twitter pages. You'll find this question there and continue uh, sharing your thoughts and vote. And then there's a second question that relates to her position as a, a, a minister same question should the president continue to keep her or must she be fired or forced to resign a keep her b sake okay um let's now bring in my connectors who are joining me tonight uh, to have this conversation because um i'm looking forward to, to hearing what their thoughts are on this all-important subject uh, and the same imano adongo is a constituent and we want to hear from the constituents themselves. What, what now they've heard from the MMS of Parliament, the MMO Parliament. They, do, would, you give, would they give her a pass, or would they say it's okay, Madame Adrasafo, if you have to take care of your family, then please resign, uh, and let's have somebody else there representing us. So uh, he connects uh, in this uh, with us. Um, also connecting is Joel. Um, he's, I understand, it's a constituent executive, right? Okay, great. So he no, connects no, in the uh, state. Police station. Uh, executive. A police station executive. Okay, great. I mean, so, but so he is. Uh, he is an interested party in this, maybe, and so we'll get his thoughts too. Uh, Muga is also a constituent, also connects with us. Um, Rasp Borak is connecting with us. Why? Because remember that he filed a petition to the Speaker of Parliament, asking the Speaker of Parliament to trigger the constitutional process to have address for and, and, and others, uh, or possibly lose their seat. Uh, so he also connects with us. Uh, Samuel Boating uh, is, is a constituent as well. Nana Kufiakwa is obviously a blogger and, f and, and photographer, international one, of course, and uh, he's a citizen like myself. Uh, he's definitely not, um, not a spectator, and so I'm happy that uh, he can join us. Carla 
uh, is also joining us tonight. I'm delighted to have her. And uh, she is a lawyer, MD of uh, her own company, Agency 77, that uh, provides professional business advisory services to SMEs and the creative industries. I wonder in her business if uh, somebody takes leave of absence for so long, what would she do? Um, and can, it, can that apply necessarily to the public service? Carla will share thoughts uh, with us here on Ghana Connect as well. Uh, Eugenia Bafo is a gender activist, and there's a gender question here, and I don't want to leave that untouched. And so I invited her to connect with us. So yeah, we have the whole plate covered. Wherever you are tonight, please get in touch uh, using Twitter and uh, and and of course. Uh, WhatsApp is good as well, 0551111997. Let me start with you, um, Ras, because you directly triggered this process in Parliament. You've heard Adjoa Safo. Um, do you still believe she deserves to to be to be removed from, from office? Um, good evening, Evans, and uh, good evening to listeners. Um, as the petitioner, I'm trying to be as restrained as possible, you know, but whoever advised Adjoa Safo to go on air, did a, a great disservice, you know, because she has succeeded in making the Ghanaian public more angrier at her filthy sense of ent- entitlement. You know, uh, no one is stopping her from being a mother. And uh, being a mother certainly must also not get in the way of public service. Even the teachers in her constituency, the doctors in her constituency, the civil servants would have lost their jobs, you know, if they had put up this kind of behavior. You know, the constituents of hers who work in the private sector would have lost their jobs if they had put up with, the, with this kind of behavior. And I am really hopeful that the committee would deal with this matter as swiftly as possible. I have informed an authority that uh, she's been communicated to. I've informed an authority that uh, all the necessary measures have been taken to reach her. You know, and so if she so decides not to avail herself to the work of the committee, you know, uh, they shouldn't hesitate to recommend for her seat to be declared vacant. We are trying to build a country. The Dominican constituency is not a fiefdom for Adjusafo, and that has to be made very, very clear. You know, uh, we also need to send a strong signal that, look, in building our institutions, we expect a certain high standard, high, you know, code of conduct from public officials. There's nowhere in this world you know, where a member of parliament could put up this kind of behavior and get away with it. But I don't blame her so much. I blame the president. Okay. Because it is the presidency that have that has allowed this to this to go on. Okay, so so th- th- there's that part I'll come to. I want to deal with the MP ship question. So I get your point that as far as you're concerned, having had there, you you're not convinced that her reasons are enough for her to continue to hold a seat as MP, correct? There's absolutely Absolutely no justification for this kind of behavior. Okay, stay, Absolutely no. Stay, stay with me. Uh, Carla, do you agree with that? To be honest, um, I listened to that interview yesterday, <laughs> and, uh, and to be honest, it made me a little bit uncomfortable. So... Firstly, full disclosure, um, like you said, I'm a lawyer and uh, Honorable Adra and I actually got called to the bar at the same time. So from the Ghana School of Law, she's actually my classmate and uh, she's somebody I've always thought was very bright, you know, and very competent um, and, you know, doing very well in politics like some of the classmates I have. And I also have, you know, every sympathy with her for the fact that obviously she has a child who's unwell and she's trying to to <laughs> to take care of that of that child. But just a little bit of <clears throat> context. I went to a meeting the other day and a topic of discussion came up. It's been in the news, the will of a <laughs> of somebody, a gentleman who passed away last year, a former politician and you know, the amount of anger 
Evans that across the board, people expressed frustration, anger with politics and what's going on generally. And I think that our leaders across the board should, 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 should realize how taken for granted a lot of Ghanaians feel. Right. I, I don't know all the details of this case. In fact, I've been wondering, like a lot of people have been wondering for the past year or year and a half, what exactly is going on in, in this circumstance. But but for me, Ghanaians are feeling so frustrated and angry, feeling like their leaders and politicians are not listening to them sometimes that and it, it may not be true. Maybe they are listening, but feeling like sometimes, you know, the way they feel or the way things want to go is not taken into account. They feel taken for granted. And so I, I think that in the decision-making around this circumstance and many other things which impinge on providing an important public service to Ghanaians, our leaders should take into account the sense of disaffection in the Ghanaian public right now. And, that, and that's, what, that's what I think in a nutshell. Okay, so so to that 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 tough question that the MPs on the Privileges Committee will have to answer, right? And we, I'm assuming yes. that what I just have told all of us, she's pled her case to all of our citizens, right? She probably will do the same before the committee. If you are a member of that committee and have to having had there the way she's had there, and you have to make a decision either way, one, you give her a pass, two, or you say, as the Constitution says, you vacate your seat. Where will your pendulum fall? Like I said, I the thing is, I don't know enough about the situation to make a decision. I won't be, unfortunately, I won't be in the, the position of the privileged committee. So I probably will not have all the information that they have. But like I said, my decision would be, of course, take into account um, Honorable Adwa Safo's reasons. Um, and it would take into account what the constitution requires. And above all, it would take into account who I would say is probably the largest and most important stakeholder in this, the people of Ghana and how they're feeling. And the people of Domikombina, are they okay with their MP being away for this long? If they are, maybe they're going to take that into account. But I think that the interests and the perception of the people of Ghana, aside from what the rules say, and even taking into account what Honorable Adrasafo's reasons are, as valid as they may be, is very, very important. And the people of Ghana, I don't think they're happy because we are all, you know, having meetings in our workplaces with our friends. People know what people are talking about behind closed doors. Uh, Carla, stay with me. Uh, and uh, you mentioned constituents. I'll bring them in shortly. But I want to quickly hear from the non-constituents. We are all Ghanaians. And uh, yeah, the fact that she represents uh, Dom Kwabanya doesn't mean that she, she's there as a member of parliament. And the constitution is, is our constitution. So, Nana Kufiakwa, um, Carla says, well, I haven't heard enough. But you've listened to her. Did you hear enough in her explanation to get to a position where you could pronounce a verdict on the decision that parliament ultimately will have to make? Well, I think that uh, if you, I'm not a psychologist, but if you if you read between uh, the lines, we listen to her tone, you know, you can tell that there are some issues. I think that uh, her son being sick, uh, I mean, that's, that's, you know, you can never tell a mother not to prioritize the care of of her son, but I, I I think that is actually not a substantive. You know, I, I don't have enough information, uh, just like Carla, but I, I really think there is more to it. However, I also feel that in 2022, somebody not being physically present shouldn't get in the way of work. I mean, what, one thing COVID taught us, even for the stubborn of hearts, is that you can work virtually. You know, I don't know a, a, a parliamentarian's work. Is not, you know, she's not a laborer. She's not going to dig holes. You know, she's not going to physically carry loads on her head. Everything she does as a parliamentarian, today in 2022, we have the tools that should enable her to work virtually. You know, and, and that's why I am actually quite surprised at um, how the parliament or how party members are speaking and how she herself, 
is speaking. You know, if, if, if it was a corporate organization and a key team member couldn't be physically available, they would have set up a Zoom account, they would have found a way to let her vote virtually or contribute to meetings virtually. You know, her being physically away shouldn't be an excuse for non-performance in 2022. You know, uh, I empathize with her as a parent, and I hope that she's not using, I really hope, and I don't think I have reason to doubt her, you know, I, I hope this whole thing with my child being sick is not uh, is not an excuse. Uh, but because of all the proceedings leading to that, I think that's why a lot of people are doubtful. Uh, but most importantly, this is 2022. If I'm not physically available, a meeting, a job that requires intellectual commitment wouldn't have to uh, suffer. Uh, this, is, this is what I think. Uh, it, it's interesting because I, what I hear from yourself and Carla is that it is not as clear-cut as some will have us believe and that parliament will have to dig a bit more and that her reason they have to go it's not as simple as say let vacate your seat or hold on to it there, there is more there I, I i'll come back to both of you what more would convince you to take a decision either way what what what, what more would you need to to, to to help you make that decision because we the, the parliament will have to make that decision on our behalf and i want to get a sense whether having listened to her and everything else, whether ourselves as citizens, we, we are clear in our minds, um, a representative of ours should continue to hold their seat when she's been away for 18. I'll, I'll come to that. So very interesting thoughts there. Um, I, I want to bring in the constituents now directly because they directly are affected by this because they've not had representation uh, in parliament for at least eight months. Uh, Anderson is, is a constituent that joins us on Zoom. Hello, Anderson. Hello, Anderson. Anderson, please unmute for me. I want to hear you. Anderson, can you hear me? Say hello if you can. Um, by the way, we're also joined by um, uh, Malga. Malgu is also joining us via Zoom. Hello, Malgu. Hello, Malgu. Can you hear me on Zoom? On mute. Um, Samuel is on phone. Hello, Samuel. Hello, Samuel. That's okay. All right, thank Hello, you Samuel. Much. Okay. Uh, do, do we still have Anderson on the phone? Uh, yes, on I'm here. Yeah, Anderson, thank you very much. Um, and what about Malgu? Okay. We'll, we'll try and get Malgu in. But, but Anderson, you are a constituent, correct? Sure. Which part of the Dominican constituency do you, do you live in? I live in Ashoman. Fantastic. I'm going to play a short 30-second message that Adrasafu delivered directly to the constituents um, when she was asked the question, what do you have to say to your constituent? This is what she said to you and the thousands there. Listen. I want to say um, I still love them. I still have them close to my heart. I still want to lead. I still want to serve. I still want to be the mother of the constituency that I've always been. And they know me better than anybody. And they should remember that. And my son is forever going to be grateful to them for giving me time off to take care of him when he needed me most. Mm. Anderson, that's your member of parliament. She says, yes, what would you yeah. say to that? She says, thank you for giving her permission to take care of the son and the son will be grateful to you. What do you say to her? Uh, Evans, thank you um, for having me on the, this platform. Um, I, I, I want to say that if Adjoa Safo says that uh, she still loves the constituency, she loves us, that is good to hear. And if she knows that she's a mother of the constituent, um, that's also good to hear. But it's unfortunate that um, as a mother of the constituency, you should know that you are a mother of thousands of families living in the constituency so that if your child has a problem if you were able to communicate this to the constituents in a more decent in a more respectful way i'm sure we would have been on our knees every day praying for her son because her son is our brother her son is our 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 relative we are all in the same constituency but if my memory says me right 
um, Evans, you agree with me that even the constituency chairman, not to even talk about the constituency executives, the constituency chairman said it loud and clear that she, he himself has lost contact with Ajwa Sako. So how do you still love us and the channels that were made possible by the party, the systems that were created by the party to, to manage the constituency without your presence? And like Nana Kofi said, if we are in 2022, you can still manage your business, you can still manage your affairs without being there. And if the constituency chairman says that he's lost contact with you for all this while, I think Ajoasafu should really be be not not continuing uh, deceiving us like that. Because even if you listen to her, her mood doesn't show somebody who really has something that is bothering her. Her tonation doesn't show that this is somebody who even wants to come back to Ghana. I mean. Domi Kwabenya is the largest constituency we have in this country. And the World Bank of MPP, and if this is the kind of leadership we are going to have, what are we doing for the party and what are I doing for the constituent? I mean, apart from being sure that things are being done, people talk about development in the constituency. Evans, if you are not there, you are supposed to be the chairman of the city social issues are being taken care of people just want to talk to you as their mother so that even if they get encouraging words from you they are fine yeah, and this has been there happening all this while we've complained but leadership will not take it but now that we have a hand parliament it is a problem we have i feel very sorry for Joseph because she was a very promising woman in, in Ghanaian politics, and if she had taken the right track and the right I'm sure she... Hmm. I'm losing Anderson there. Anderson, do I still have you? Um, okay, I want to bring another constituent, Margu Sibuwe. Hello, Margu. Hello, Margu. Margu, mute for me, please, on Zoom, so I can hear you. Margu, she, on phone. She had a long way to go, but it's appointed in uh, our... Do you know the number of kids? It's, it's sad. Okay. And I think the Privileges Committee must, must take things seriously and put partisan issues aside. And let's rule this country the way it's supposed to be so that our lives will change, create opportunities, intervene for people to get opportunities. That is what we want her to do. So Fight for development in the constituency. So Anderson, she has never been there. So Anderson, as a constituent, what, what decision do you prefer the uh, Privileges Committee to take on your behalf? Um, should, fact, they, should they declare the seat vacant or they should they should give her a pass based on what you've heard? Uh, Evans, I, I, if I remember the last time I spoke on your program, I, I, I suggested that the, uh, she, she's given the opportunity to express her problems. Exactly. I remember. The, yes. Yes. You wanted to hear her first. Good. You wanted to hear her first. Yes. Exactly. Yes. And her posture, her mood doesn't show somebody who needs to be heard. And for me, with what I've heard her saying, the excuses that she's given, I'm sorry for her son. In fact, as for children, we all have children, and they are why we are hustling every day. So but, but. for me now, I think that her seat should be, should be uh, pronounced vacant because okay. she has no good reason to stay away all this while. Okay. Uh, Anderson, stay with me. Stay with me. Um, let me bring in that constituent. Margu is on the phone. Hello, Margu. I lost Margu. Um, let me come to the studio because I have another constituent, although he is a, um, a, a police station executive of the party. Um, I know you're a police station executive of the party, but you have a stake in this also. You've heard that. What, what's your, where, do you, where do you stand on the, on the decision that the committee will have to make? It was it's a dicey issue, honestly, because um, most of us haven't gotten into a situation where by she is. If your son, your daughter is in a certain condition which you know very well without you being there, it might be difficult you performing your duties as you're supposed to be performing. It, it's quite... But then one thing she should also understand is that she has a bigger family here. She has more kids, more women, more guys, men that 
fall under her constituency. Aside that, she has a responsibility also as a member of parliament to enact laws for us. And um, living for that long, I, I honestly and personally share in her situation where she, you can't leave your family around, but also leaving the, vacan the vacancy or leaving your position there for this long, it's quick. I have been defending her. I, I, I see the conflict all of you have here. See, I, I, this I is have. not going to be easy. Obviously, not going to be easy for the Prelude Committee. I thought it was going to be straight. It, it would not But it, clearly, it's not. Nana Kofia, of all people, couldn't give you a straight answer. That tells you this is it, it, this is complex. It, it is not. It is not that easy because one, Privileges Committee should also put a human face to the whole situation. Yeah, definitely. If it's any of them, they they might have even done worse. But that is not also an excuse for somebody to leave her position for that long. I think if um, there, there can be some deal whereby maybe in between times she can come down do what is expected of her go to a constituents meet the people like listen to them bring in their issues then maybe goes back for a while like still because definitely i know you know in developed countries like the u.s and other places social welfare and other things you see but but this this is is moved beyond administrative you know sympathy it's it's a constitutional matter now exactly that is and the constitution is clear 15 sittings without permission without justifiable reason you're gone right but this, this so, is something that events i think we should also and yesterday she made something clear that um she's she has communicated with speaker of parliament yes she said she she asked for permission exactly the speaker I, has said that he did not grant, grant that permission yes i think i remember when that issue came up yes. the speaker came out saying that but i don't know how far conversations have gone since that time mm -hmm. to now mm -hmm. and since this issue has been referred and I'm, i was a bit worried when she said um, she hasn't heard or she has not received any communicate from Privileges Committee concerning her issue that has been referred to them. Yeah. Um, I, I think she should also get in touch again with her office here. Mm. Because definitely, if Privileges have sent all the necessary documents or invitation, and for one reason or that hasn't got into you, it might make your case a bit worse. Okay, so where do you stand on this? On this? Because there's a decision that must be made now. Because the constitutional um, instrument has been triggered. A decision has to be made. Have you made a decision yourself? Because you're a constituent, but you're also a party executive. I think she should appear before them. But yes, but remember, and, and this is the essence of Ghana Connect, those members of parliament are going to be taking a decision on your behalf. Yes. Right? So it, it, they can't take a decision in a vacuum. You must have a, your own, because you are, you are, you are in the constituent. What, what, what would you want them to do on your behalf? What decision should they take on your behalf? I will say Ghana first. What is that? What does that look like in this case? If if they find her guilty, and they think maybe her, because definitely when she comes, she will, they will ask her. Okay, so do you need more time? Stuff like that. And if she is, she, she will not be in a position to give a definite date. Mm -hmm. Like as yesterday, she couldn't. Really saying that yeah. oh, uh, by God's grace, if things work <laughs> out, I'm coming. Then I'm sorry, the constituents will need more than that. Okay, well, still stay with me. So still, I see uh, this is about the only definite word I've had is Anderson. Okay, let me see if I can get Malgu Sibuwe. Uh, He's also a constituent. Hello, Malgu. Hello. Hi, great. Great to have you join us, Margot. Which, which, where, where Thanks in the constituency? Where in the constituency do, do you live? I am at Aboba Shoma, just before Pure Water. Okay. You've had your yeah. you've had your member of parliament. I, I hope you let you watched or listened. Yes, I did watch her. I miss her. She should come home. <laughs> so so do you have sympathy for her? Do you want her to still continue as member of parliament or you want the parliament to take a decision um, that says she should lose a seat? Based on what you've heard, are you convinced that she had uh, good reasons to be away? For which reason she should continue? Um, I think that she wouldn't take such an action with no reason at all. But then you have to go through the right processes. Okay, you can't just leave your seat vacant and go take care of other matters without the right uh, offices being aware, without taking the right permission. And she wasn't even granted permission. And she decided to use the 15-day route to travel and overstay. And so she should have communicated better to her constituents as well. I think it's a little bit, um, should I say disrespectful, 
excuse my language, should just leave your seat, should just leave your constituents, knowing very well that your constituents have a lot of pressing needs, and you need to be at Parliament to see to that our needs are being heard and done something about. So honestly, I think that according to the law, um, whatever problems that her absence has caused should be dealt with according to the law. The, the law says that if she absents herself uh, 15 days without permission, without justifiable reason, she should her seat should be vacated. She should lose her, her seat. Um, do you agree? Do you, having had there now, would you say that is it? That is necessary now, or would you give her a pass as a constituent? Well, personally, I understand her predicament. I mean, she's a mother, and of course, she has issues. You know, women sometimes go through these types of problems, but that is not excusable for her actions. I think that as she's a lawmaker, it should also serve as a kind of, um, you know, she being a lawmaker, the law should also she shouldn't be above the law okay that's what i'm trying to say she shouldn't be above the law the law should also handle the matter just as it should should she commit such an offense okay i think she should be dealt with by the law okay so so i, I guess the lawmaker, I, yeah, right? I, I guess let me be blunt should, should her seat be declared vacant or not based on her, the reasons you've heard so, if the law says that, then of course. Okay, so I guess. I am not the one to decide. To decide. Okay, I'm not I get the it. one to decide. I'm let, just let, saying that it should be done according to law. Okay, so that, that so you're leaving it to the Prelude Committee to decide, the Parliament to decide? Of course, since okay. they are the ones responsible for that. Okay, so I, you also made the same point um, that leave Parliament to make a decision. Um, exactly. Okay, so that's that's Margu. Margu believes Parliament must make a decision. Um, uh, you also believe Parliament must make a, dis- make a decision. Uh, Anderson is very clear that she should go. But let me read the provision that Parliament will have to be considering. If um, a member of Parliament shall vacate uh, his seat, uh, in this case her seat, if she is absent without the permission in writing of the of the Speaker, and we know Speaker says I didn't give her permission. And he is, and she is unable to offer a reasonable explanation to the parliamentary committee on privileges. I guess that's where it comes down to. What you've heard her explain, is it reasonable? Is it reasonable um, for 15 sittings of meetings of parliament during any period that parliament has been summoned to meet and continues to meet? So this is a very interesting conversation indeed. It's not as straightforward and uh, we see a bit of um, complexities there. I'll come back to Carla and Anakufia pretty shortly uh, for them to, to, to give in their final thoughts on this. Uh, and and let, we'll expand the conversation because the, the president also has a stake in this. Remember that she's also a minister, right? And the president hasn't sacked there yet. And she says, when I come back, I'll walk straight into my job because the president has not relieved you of my post and I have not resigned. But I wonder what you are saying to us in that poll that we put up. So we asked a question on uh, on on the John News Twitter handle. Uh, you have now heard uh, Adrasafo's reasons for being absent for months uh, from Parliament. Are you convinced she should continue to hold a seat uh, as a member of Parliament, or should her seat be declared vacant? A declared vacant. B continue as MP. Now, overwhelming majority of you who voted, 74% said declare the seat vacant. 26% said continuous as MP. So that's where we are with the poll. And this is on Twitter. This is on the Jaw News uh, handle. You can also uh, participate. 74% declared vacant. Uh, 26% continue as MP. So people are not convinced by what they've heard. They, they think it's not reasonable. Nana Kufiaka, let me come back to you. You've heard everything else. You, you started by saying this is more complex. Um, what about those who suggest that this is a, a black and white matter. The constitution is clear. Somebody has to make an evaluation on what is reasonable. But it is more than that because it is about 
the job of representing citizens and so that should take part par- that should be paramount over whatever it is that you're going through and that if indeed you you believe the family is more important then resign and focus on the family and leave the job of represent the people to those who want to do that uh, and sacrifice is that a fair point to make in the in the, in the midst of everything that's happening did that i'll fire the person but firing the person is not necessarily the solution especially if you look at her track record i think she's been serving this party in this capacity for 12 years and from the little i know uh, this is not her track record so something must have happened with the leadership uh, to let her feel disenfranchised to let her feel that way and and, and this is a very typical behavior you see among employees who especially those who are passionate and are hardworking and are always there, if at some point they feel that, you know, uh, they've been getting the short end of the stick, they feel that they've not been properly acknowledged or respected, they can become disillusioned. And her behavior from what I see is the behavior you get from an employee who becomes disillusioned. And especially where I think from what I see her track record had been good, Yes, the easy thing is to fire her because that's what the law says. Uh, she's not pulling her weight. Uh, but I think that uh, the leadership, those who employ her, those she work with, they have to do a bit of soul searching and ask themselves difficult questions. What have we done to make one of our hardest working uh, people uh, start feeling this way? Is she the only one feeling that way? Uh, what are we doing wrong? What can we correct? Maybe she didn't get a some of the land that I don't know what it is, uh, but yeah, <laughs> they have to yeah. they have to sit up and also do their homework. But the easier thing is that she goes. I think actually the right thing is for her to go. Uh, thank you. So, so let, let's introduce the other dimension, Carla. Um, because apart from the, the fact that she's a member of parliament, she's also a minister. Yes. Uh, and as for that, the president has a sole prerogative there. Uh, of course, the president also is it's acting on our behalf. What about that aspect of this? And remember what she said? She said, um, I have not been sacked. I haven't resigned. When I return, I walk straight to my job because I've told the president. The president is my boss and he knows why I've been away. What about that? Hi, Evans. Um, Just a a comment to Nana Kofi Aqua's um, point, which is that, you know, in most situations, if an employee... Um, a very hardworking and dedicated employee was for some reason was so disillusioned that they were unable to come to work for a year or more. I think they would just resign, right? I think that that would be the solution in that circumstance. Um, as to His Excellency the President not having um, fired Honorable Adwa, to be honest, it's a mystery. His Excellency does not seem to me to be someone who hesitates to fire people who he feels are not doing their jobs, which is why I keep saying that there's obviously more to this than you or I really know what the story is. At least within within government, there appears to be more than meets the eye because otherwise, objectively, it, it, it doesn't really make much sense. So obviously it makes sense in circles that at least I'm not a part of. But having said that, does it make sense that the people of Ghana have to come back to the people who are represented? So no, it's true. His Excellency, the president has not um, fired Honorable Adra. I don't know why. I'm sure he has his reasons. But again, she represents people. I mean, it's not, it's not a closed circle. It's not a closed loop. There are millions of Ghanaians watching no, that's, that's what I'd have to say. Nana, Nana, Nana Kufi, quickly on that point about the president's prerogative in this matter, this aspect of her being a minister. Yes. Yes, I, I, I mean, I definitely would have fired her if I was the president, but he would have his reasons. And whatever his reasons are, it appears as though he's placing a personal relationship above his duties as the president of Ghana. Uh, she's a... Uh, She's a weak link, you know, uh, and uh, a team is as fast and as strong as their weakest link. Uh, that's that's what I was say to that. Mm-hmm. Yes. Now, Evans, um, one thing we should understand 
even in our normal working setting, people take maternity leaves, people take steady leaves. Maybe for one reason or the other, um, things or the timing has to be extended. They can come in and extend their based upon the arrangement that they have. So uh, definitely, as she said, she's in contact with the president. Maybe there might be some kind of uh, as we were here last year, somewhere October, we heard she, her leave has been extended. Extended, yes. yes. The president so did extend the leave. can be anything of that sort. And one thing, you see, when Privileges Committee makes a decision, it is not, oh, we've decided you are out. It has to go through a certain process in Parliament before she can be voted Well, there's a out. disagreement and on that, all, but, all, but yeah, it all, should go back to Parliament, yes, the, the plenary form. It has to now go and discuss it there, then they go voting with two-thirds majority, all those things. And I think a lot of people wouldn't want to, like, muddy their hands in these things because at the end of the day, you never know when it will be your turn. Hmm. And if it doesn't go well, if people say, okay, Ukraine, I want to pay myself. You, you are like this, you are like that. And I think in parliament, they have their own I scratch your back, you scratch my back. Hmm. Yeah. Uh, let me bring Anderson. Anderson, what's your take on, on the aspect of her holding on to the ministerial position? Anderson, please unmute for me on Zoom. Hello, Anderson. Okay. Um, I, I can't seem to hear Anderson. Hello. Yes, Anderson, I can hear Hello. you now. I can't hear you. Yeah, Evans. Yes. Yeah, Evans. I can hear you, Anderson. Right. So, on the issue of her position as a minister and still occupying the position as a minister, uh, all this while um, is quite unfortunate. I, 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 the, the, the president, Akufado, that I knew before he came into office, uh, president, I tirelessly worked with had a campaign for i'm very surprised that he's still quiet on this issue and hasn't made any any uh, comment or any decision on it and we have people i mean this is a party we say we have the people we have the people who can do the job and if one has a personal problem at home which is justifiable i mean we have the people why don't you get other people involved this is the only president that i have seen that we haven't had reshuffling among the ministerial positions, which happens with all the previous governments. And we see them working hard. But if Akufado has refused, it really surprises me. And you have, it, it seems like it's bringing personal relationship. Because if you heard Ajua Safu saying that I have spoken to the president, he's aware of what is going on. And when I come back, I'm going to occupy my position. Wow. What, what are you coming to do? What, what have you done so far? And I heard people saying that he has a 12-year record, good record with MPP in the constituency. My dear brother, let me tell you, Domi Kwabenya is developing. It's becoming bigger and cosmopolitan. And I'm telling you, any development you see in Domi Kwabenya is an individual private business thing. Common roads that are supposed to make businesses run well and effectively, it's a problem. <laughs> you have, I hear people saying that she's... I mean, I just have was a, a, a darling woman. She fell into this uh, position um, I, because Domi Kwabenya is, is an MPP zone. It's an MPP World Bank, if I should say. And she came to f fall in it. It was not like she came to make Domi Kwabenya what it is now for MPP. I mean, that point should be made clear. And that she herself said it sometimes. Her people are saying that if you will put a goat, in Domi Kwabenya, what an unfortunate statement, though. In Domi Kwabenya, the person will win for MPP. I don't think that is uh, that makes some of these MPs who have it easy to win an election. I don't think it makes them uh, quite effective. Yeah, I mean, and, and you touch on the point I want to end on, and, and I want to bring in Carla on this. They, we are talking about Josephu, but is it just an example of a bigger problem? It's, it's a symptom, really, that. Um, public servants, politicians, they, there's a sense of entitlement that sometimes you get, that they're almost entitled to a certain position. And there is a sense, you go to the public service, that people just, whether it's perceptual reality, that they don't take the job as seriously as you find in the private sector. That whilst you talk about Josafo, we probably should, should shine a light on all of the other politicians and those employing the civil service who, who may be doing things similar like, like what others have criticized. Your, your take on that? Carla. 
<laughs> Evans, I feel like you're you're trying to push me into saying something that I'm reluctant to say. <laughs> but um, um, look, you know that that the, there's a there's a legal saying "res ipsa locuta," which means the thing speaks for itself. So I'm not sure that I have to 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 say it explicitly. But my point being that I don't know why this is happening. But I think that there should be more apparent accountability. I'm sure there is accountability, but for Ghanaians to feel uh, uh, like th th there is more of a mutually beneficial relationship between themselves and their leaders, whether it's civil servants or elected leaders, there has to be more apparent accountability. And if there is accountability in this case, I think we should be shown more of an attempt to make an explanation to Ghanaians if there's a really, really, really good reason why Honorable Adra Safo is still in her roles while she's out there. And that is leaving aside the question of her side being her, her child being ill, which nobody is is arguing about, you know, that she, she needs to take care of her child. But the fact that she is still in her role as an MP and as a minister, if there are really, really good reasons why, I think it is important for this to be expressed to the people of Ghana. And I haven't seen that happening yet. Okay. Um, Carla, thank you very much. Um, thank you also for connecting. Thank you all uh, who joined. I'm grateful, as always. Anderson, Joel, uh, Malgu, Ras. Uh, Samuel and a lot of you who joined on, on our many social media platforms. I want to be reading a few of your messages as we hand over to the boys who, who are joining us. And I know many of you have had this conversation since you had uh, just for yesterday. I'm pretty sure uh, much of what you've heard either represented the view you've taken on this or you disagree with. And, and some of you have shared your thoughts uh, with this, either disagreeing with, with, the, with the positions you've heard expressed in the poll all the views here um, and i know the conversations will continue uh, on this subject and uh, i know many of you have now sent me uh, the one uh, edgar sent me uh, the the oath that the members of parliament take and they swear to and he says well that is that is what uh, should be important uh, in in considering what has happened when when i just have to quickly share a few of your thoughts uh, with you on this And this one says, I wonder why Jasafo, uh, who uh, makes the point, is my mate in law school is being ill-advised or wrongly advised itself. It says, a careful reading of Article 97.1 is clear. The seat is already vacant by operation of law. Her appearance at the Privileges Committee is to afford her an opportunity to mitigate this position and remain in Parliament if she has a reasonable explanation. Why, should, why she's not taking advantage of this is un un unbelievable. If you ask me, uh, he says, and uh, the the thoughts of uh, Edgar uh, about uh, uh, faithful and consciously serve the people in your constituency, also well noted. Well, listen, the lads are taking over now with... Don't you love an extra $100 in your pocket? Have a TurboTax expert file your taxes for you by March 31st to get $100 back instantly. Because no matter what moves you made last year, TurboTax makes them count. That means getting $100 back and 100% accurate taxes only from Intuit TurboTax. Must file by 331. Credit only applicable to federal filing fees with TurboTax full service. Offer can be modified or terminated at any time. Local room. I guess there's a special edition uh, tonight because of the tomorrow's Champions League. Stay with the with George Ado Jr. and his team. Allianz Insurance since 1890. At Allianz Life Ghana. We have a wide range of life insurance packages to suit all pockets from individuals, groups, associations, and businesses. We cover your employees, your funerals, pensions, children's education, and your future. Call us on 0302-267-892 or visit our website www.alliance-gh.com for more inquiries. Allianz Life. We secure your future. Your future. 
Mixed Women, One Crazy City, Real Life, a Comfort Show. Join your favorites, Carolina Hutchins, Tiana Lawani Adebayo, Iyabo Ojo, Miriam Tima, Laura Ikeji, and Chioma Ikoku as they navigate through all the excitement and glamour of being the Real Housewives of Lagos. Watch the Real Housewives of Lagos, showing weekly only on Showmax. Sign up at Showmax.com. Jesus said that men always ought to pray and not faith. Jesus said that man shall not live by bread alone, but by every word that proceeds out of the mouth of God. My name is Pastor Kojo Frempon, and I would like to specially invite you to join me this and every weekday from 1.30 a.m. to 4 a.m. here on Joy 99.7 FM on Atmosphere of Victory. It's a time of prayer and a time of the study of the word. I believe that it is time for you and I to establish our victory over every challenge and over every battle in this life. Remember this and every weekday, 1.30 a.m. to 4 a.m. here on Joy 99.7 FM. Join us in this atmosphere of victory and your victory will surely manifest to the glory of God. The Lord bless you. Just sit back and not engage. When the finest panel sits on Saturdays, he is trying to be relevant in a space that he's mistaking for fallow grounds for people who are not very bright. I have heard a lot of filmmakers say they also didn't know about it. It's the most authoritative entertainment talk show south of the Sahara, and no one says it hotter than we do. It's showbiz A to Z. I'm talking about keeping people. I have a philosophy myself that I don't trust but I love. From the most exciting profile interview to the hottest panel discussion. Oh, the last time we saw a new one. They have created their own content on Facebook because no platform is accommodating them. DJ Black's top 10 countdown to the most concise but detailed review of entertainment topics and showbiz this week with Noella. Fresh talent? No swear. We shall unveil them all on Showbiz A to Z. Saturdays from 2 to 6 p.m. on Joy 99.7 FM on Drive Prime TV and online at myjoyonline.com. Live on Facebook and updates on Twitter and Instagram. Proudly brought to you by MTN and High Five Chocomo. You can catch up with Showbiz A to Z and all our shows via podcast. Just log on to myjoyonline.com slash podcast and search for your favorite show and relive those moments all over again. Showbiz A to Z, powered by Joy Entertainment. We're large and in charge. Yeah, 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 yeah. Hello and welcome to the Joy UCL Quiz, the 2022 edition. I'm George Addy Jr. And I'm so excited to welcome all of you to a wonderful quiz where we get to enjoy and we get to learn as well. Well, the 2022 edition is proudly brought to you by Shooting Stars FC, powered by Joy Sports. And Shooting Stars because they're bringing Dortmund to Ghana for the first time. And as part of the activities, there's going to be a big game involving the African Giants and the BVB Legends. That's why I'm rocking my latest Borussia Dortmund jersey. Well, let's talk about what we are going to be doing here. You see the pulpits and all. Look, uh, some lavishly young paired gentlemen and ladies will be here to try and win the Joy UCL quiz. Last year, Kosaki won it. He did the back-to-back. He has no opportunity to do it this year. That means we're looking for a new winner. And that's why we're just here. I'll take a short break. When I come back, we'll introduce our guest and we we'll go through it. But I have to remind you of this. The winner is going home with some VIP tickets to watch the game involving the BVB legends and the African Giants. Ready? I am ready. Kaya, let's get into this. Thank you very much for staying with us. You're still on the Joy UCL quiz where we have fun, try to learn and answer a few questions if we can and take home some prizes if we can. I'm George Addy Jr. It's time to introduce 
our wonderful guests to come and do the answering of the questions and, 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 you know, basically have fun. Remember when you win it, we give you a VIP ticket. You go and watch the game between the Borussia Dortmund legends and the African Giants because we are supported by Shooting Stars FC. We're going to start with quarterfinal one. It's my pleasure with the, with the noise in the house as the men put their hands together to welcome the ladies. Let's welcome Nanama, 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 Nanama. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, I like that. I like that. I like that. Nanama, do you play some football? Do you play football? Okay, okay, okay. I hear you're a good coach as well. Yeah, I do. You, you, you coach? Not at the moment, but I did. Oh, before? Wow. You're coaching the guys? I was. So, when the team was down, what were you doing? What do you tell them? What do you do then? Hey, Moralo, seriously. Show me the morale. What do you do? Oh, they are not here. They are not here. <laughs> also joining us, Kezia. Kezia. Hey, Kezia, Kezia. Kezia, you got some moves here. Hey. Let's go. Hey. Hey. <laughs> Kezia, Manchester United fan. Yeah. Yeah. How's the season been? Oh, the season has been, I mean, a roller coaster for us. But we've survived. You have survived? Yeah, to the Europa League. Okay, well, I've got a, a very simple job here. I have, I have to one of you to the semi-finals because it's our first quarter final we're just going to try and answer the questions as simply as we can and we're going to have a lot of fun right sure. okay so it's chelsea versus manchester united yeah uh, the problem is when chelsea beat manchester united they don't discipline manchester united well and they already know it's always 1-1 ah always what 1-1 oh that's not fine I mean, yeah, the kind of form that you have you should be able to discipline but them, don't right? worry i'm here to do that okay <laughs> keza did you hear that Oh, no, she's just lying. <laughs> <laughs> so let's get into it. And these questions are, you know, straightforward. You answer yeah. questions. I'm just two of them. So, uh, Nanama, who is the UCL all-time goalscorer? They call him Mr. UCL. Cristiano Ronaldo. Kezia, who has the all-time clean sheets in the UEFA Champions League? <sighs> try, let's hear, try. Yeah, she can. Don't you love an extra $100 in your pocket? Have a TurboTax expert file your taxes for you by March 31st to get $100 back instantly. Because no matter what moves you made last year, TurboTax makes them count. That means getting $100 back and 100% accurate taxes only from Intuit TurboTax. Must file by 331. Credit only applicable to federal filing fees with TurboTax full service. Offer can be modified or terminated at any time. 